Ah, hello my friends, hello my life warriors, wherever you are in the world, welcome to the Day In Day Out podcast. Woo! Today on episode oh, 249, I was very lucky to have, privileged to have, uh, Toby uh, Gribben on the podcast today. He is a radio presenter host of the Toby Gribben uh, show on uh, Shout Radio. We talked about many things, how he got started as a plucky nine-year-old and decided to start up in uh, his own radio station, ten- like, technically, uh, and basically how he forged his way through uh, basically doing his own interview show uh, we talked about how he sources guests um, who he like some of the famous people he's like, spoken to and yeah generally uh, good chats I would say uh, so please uh, sit back enjoy the show and yeah ah, enjoy the podcast peace aha oh Hello, my friends. Hello, my life warriors. Wherever you are in the world, welcome to the Day In, Day Out podcast. Woo! Today on episode 249, I'm very privileged, honored to have Toby Gribben on the podcast. He is the host of the Toby Gribben show on on Shout Out Radio. How are you today, sir? I'm very well indeed. No complaints, my end. How are you? I'm good. I'm full of smiles. I'm happy. It's a little yeah. bit damp where I am, but I'm getting there, slowly but surely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely sunny day here, though. Well, you know As what? Was, yeah. These days rarely happen. You could be <laughs> in Aberdeen, uh, where it always rains. Always. Yes. <laughs> I've only ever been to Aberdeen once. That was to the hospital. That's quite boring, but there you go. Okay, like, you know what? It's actually quite sunny, I think, but it was in summer. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know what? The question I have to really ask you, the question I really want to ask you, Toby, mm-hmm. are you a man or a Muppet? Uh, well, I- I'd say I'm a Muppet of a man, probably. That's my definition there I'm that's my answer man. okay yeah i have to ask because look you are a fan of the muppet show you've got the cast up behind you over, like yes. over your shoulder and yeah um, how did you get into this whole radio game because look mm. apart from the love of muppets and like interviewing people <laughs> but like i don't know a lot about you yes well i suppose it started when i was at the whopping age of nine years old that's when i first started radio but it was before that really i suppose that my interest started because i would always wonder how it actually works how do these things travel through the air so that you can hear somebody you know in an fm way and i still don't really know how that works i mean i know a little bit more about it but it's still a bit beyond me um and then i suppose i just started doing my own shows somehow because i found out how to do it online i think technology wasn't this was only 10 years ago but technology wasn't what it was i suppose um but it was still okay and i did some absolutely terrible shows i think you could still find them online if you want um i don't know why i haven't deleted them um yes i'd recommend you don't listen to them if you want to keep your sanity uh, well, like this is a thing. I wouldn't delete them. It's all part mm. of the journey of get like self improvement uh, yeah. in your craft. Because nine years old, and like this is a thing. Mm. Ten years ago, podcasting was well. I think podcasting was a thing, but it was yeah. one of those things where it's like definitely underground more so. And mm. like online radio, <laughs> I would say that were definitely in the same realms of podcasts yeah. in some respects have yeah. like has that sort of like now matured like podcasting or do you I think th- it's slightly ahead or behind hmm. i don't know i think the online radio is probably older than podcasting hmm. around about the start of the millennium seems to be in my head but i've got no idea why i've probably read that somewhere um i suppose maybe you know every fm station yeah. you can listen to it online anyway so i suppose it's and a lot of people listen to fm stations on alexa as a sort of normal thing now um <laughs> but i don't know maybe podcasts these days seem to be more popular than 
you know, specific internet stations, I think. So maybe podcasts have overtaken internet radio in popularity, I suppose. Yeah, I see. And like, this is the thing, like, where, like, with your online radio station, does that, mm-hmm. is it just online or does mm-hmm. it also go over the airwaves as well? Um, we're currently just online, but who knows what will happen in the future. Yeah, I think that's, like, do you have to get a special license or anything for that? Um, yeah, well, to get on FM, yeah, you need to specific, like, Ofcom license or whatever, which is a lot of money, I think. Although I think I looked at, looked at it once and it was less than I expected, but still, like, you know, oh. the average person probably couldn't afford it. Um, and then online, you still need, you know, music licenses, mm-hmm. PRS and PPL in the UK. Um, and I think... That's not too, I think that's about £200 a year, but it depends on how many listeners you have and all that. Ah, ah. So, like, basically, if you had, say, one to 10,000 listeners, it yeah. might be £200. And if it was like above 10,000, then it'll be some other tier. And Yes. Okay. I so think so. Yeah. I see. So, it's one of those things where if you all of a sudden had this explosion of popularity. It gets yeah. rather nasty. You have to pay for it, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Although I think most online stations, you know, there is a way, I think, well, whether you want it or not, I think there is a cap on the amount of listeners you have um, because of whatever reason. Mm. But I think you can pay your provider for to have more capacity, I think. Ah. So, like, this is the thing. Like, uh, mm. Not, not having a pop or anything like that at radio. Mm. Like, do you feel like radio is your thing? But mm. do you like do you sometimes get tempted by the realms of podcasting a little bit more? Um. Well, I release my interviews themselves that are on the show as mm. podcasts, so I sort of get the best of both worlds uh. in that way. But um. You know, I suppose it's a little bit of a different podcast because it is just goes straight into the interview. There's no sort of introduction because I don't want people. I want people to be aware that it's a clip from a radio show because it seems to me that even a lot of my guests seem to think that it's just a podcast, and that really annoys me. Um, <laughs> so you know, I want. I, I tried to make it as clear as possible that this podcast is just highlights from a radio show. Go and actually listen to the radio show if you like it. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I think that I don't need to be tempted because I sort of already do it. I mean, would I do it exclusively as just a podcast? Not at this point. Um, I suppose the benefit would be that it would take less time because I wouldn't have to actually do a live show, but I don't know. At the moment, it's radio that I like and I like playing music as well and things. I hear you. I hear you because like, this is the thing. One of the things I haven't done with all of the episodes of the podcast I hadn't tackled live, uh, yeah. like like streaming because like oh, it's one of those things where look, when we have a conversation and like it's mm. perfectly fine, like I would say ninety five percent, ninety nine percent of the time there isn't anything which I would say is someone's going to ruin their lives or whatnot. Yeah, but if you're live mm. and it's going out. Talking away, talking away, talking away. You just don't know because there'll be that one moment where someone says something a little bit too risque. (laughs) And then I go, wait, did I really want to say that? Mm -hmm. And I'm also staring at them that kind. Oh, no. (laughs) And you can't take it back. How do you manage to deal with that side of Um, it? Well, for interviews, I'll let you into a secret. Most of them, I, well, the vast majority of them, like 99%, I pre-record them before the show, you know, in the days and maybe even on the same day Mm. as the show. Um, So if somebody swears or, you know, says something and later regrets or says something completely slanderous, that can always be edited out. So, you know, I don't have to worry about that. I think I've done a 
some live a couple of times and yeah. nothing went wrong. The only thing I don't like is the you know delay on Zoom or whatever, or the fact that you don't get a chance to edit it out if you make a mistake, as in stuttering or whatever. And also, some people yes. just go on for ages with an answer. They talk for like... So I've had people before that have talked for like half an hour just to answer one question. And so if that was live, we would have missed the news and everything. So, you know, it gives me a chance to sort of shorten it down or, you know, split it up into different parts and find a way to still fit it in without messing up all my timings. Ah, uh, you have gone through the bombardier. Like yeah. you practice, and it's like going, yes, the bombs are falling, and you're yeah. like going, okay, okay, like come on now, just take a breath, breathe, yeah. just blink your eye, blink, do something, but it mm. just like keeps on coming. Yes. <laughs> so this is the thing, mm. and like you've been at this for like almost ten years, or yeah, uh, oh, it was ten years last month. Oh. I wish I knew the exact day. All I know. It was in April. I think it was the first day I came back from a holiday. For whatever reason, I came back from a holiday, a caravan site or something, and thought, I want to start a radio station. And there I did it. <laughs> Nine-year-old Jew, just like, hey, yeah. here we go. Uh, it's, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, Radio Google, Daddy. Radio mm. Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> so... You haven't been always interviewing people uh, mm. for your show. It's like, was it just playing music and just chatting on the mic? Or yeah, it's sort of evolved over the years. I started the interviews in September 2020. Oh. And before that, I suppose it's been varied. It's never just been, I suppose maybe it was right at the start, but it was never just playing music and not and just saying that was the kinks and this is abba which i've heard people do and that's like the most boring show ever um but i suppose over the years mainly it's been looking at funny news stories in newspapers or uh movie reviews i did once which i don't really know why because i'm not i'm an expert in movies and uh what else have i done at uh, one time i went live to my kitchen and made some food or something, which was a terrible idea. I can't seem to remember it going very well. But it was technology-wise, it went yeah. fine going live to the kitchen with a wireless mic. But it was just sort of, because it's on the radio and they can't see you, have to describe what you're doing. And I didn't really know what to say. So there was just awkward silences, really. But yeah, I've now got into the groove of having interviews. And because... Um, as you've been able to tell over the next 20 minutes or so, I'm not very interesting. I can get other people with, who are interesting on the show to, you know, help bring it up a level. Oh, come on, Toby. Toby, Toby. <laughs> I'm going to have some pushback on that. You know, that no, put it this way. Like, from an age of nine, you mm -hmm. decided to start up a radio like station. Uh, after coming back from holiday, uh, yeah. you're like, okay, yeah, I want to start a radio station. You've been in the game, you worked out, like technology moved on and like you managed to get online. Yeah, you carried yeah. on with that for a few years. Yeah. And then now you're getting into the realms of interviewing people. Mm -hmm. like, and like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Uh, okay. Like, apart from like maybe a very dodgy turn going live from your kitchen, because I'm thinking <laughs> it, radio is not a visual medium. Apart from that, mm. yeah, like, you know what I mean? You're doing interesting steps. Look, you've had yes. some very interesting people on your like show. Like, yes. look. All I've got to simply say, you had Edwina Curry. Like, <laughs> yes. It <laughs> was like, I was like, that's Edwina Curry. <laughs> yeah. Jaw slightly aghast. Like, wow. wait, and yeah, what have you do? Like, did you, at, when you had the interview, like, uh -huh. did you, were you tempted to raise up a box of eggs and just show it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did think of it. I was, I did make a terrible pun oh, on oh, my yeah. show like the week before saying that next week I've got an excellent guest. Um, but, but no. <laughs> that physically hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> it did. 
I, I sort of I, I I should have issued a really public apology for that joke. Um, but yeah, I suppose maybe I should have done that. Um, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going, hmm. <laughs> it's like going, yeah. yeah. Like, how did, how on earth did you manage to land Edwina Curry? Did you just bump <laughs> into her in the supermarket? Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bumped into her by the eggs um, section. Oh, no. How many egg punks can we get into the next minute? <laughs> yeah. It's well, going to be exciting times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, quite simply, I just emailed her, really. Um, and it's quite incredible because, you know, most of the time you assume, most of the time, if you're inviting a famous person to an interview, it's usually some assistant or manager or agent or whoever who emails you back. But sometimes the most famous people, you're really surprised when they email you back themselves. And it's like, so I think, yeah, I just asked her in my usual template. I was wondering if Edwina Curry would be able to come on my show to talk about her career, whatever. And then I got a reply saying, I'm available next Monday at 11 o'clock in the morning. If you that works. And I was like, yeah, sure. Here's the Zoom link. Boom, done. So, you know, people, I always get asked, like, how did you manage to get these people on? You just need to ask them, really. The worst they can say is no. They're not going to reply and go, no, how dare you ask me? You're a horrible person. I hate you. Goodbye. They're just going to say, they're going to politely go, unfortunately, I'm too busy. Or, or what happens most of the time, they don't even reply. And you never know if they got the email. But yeah. Mm. No, I like that. I love that, actually. Because like this is the thing. Like, while, like, there are many a podcast springing up, many mm -hmm. a radio station springing up. And like, you know what I mean? It's some um, like people who are getting into it. And yeah, look, there is a lot of the times they have no idea which direction they want to go. In. Yeah. Like, I, I want to interview people. It's like, okay, great. But they will never ask or they will never go for someone as like they go, oh, they're too big. I don't like they won't listen to me they won't give oh, yeah. their time but as you say if you don't ask you don't get yes that squeaky will people be that squeaky will get your yeah. oil yeah obviously there's some people that you'd be wasting your time asking like the queen who's never done an interview so why would she give you one um, but i suppose you know i have been surprised by like i had daniel o'donnell I wasn't expecting that to get a reply to that. I was just like, oh, well, I might as well try. And I did. So there you go. Yeah. So with like with the people you've interviewed, like basically you've been doing this since 2020 yeah. now, like what would you say surprised you uh, from this, like from your sort mm. of expectations? I don't know. It's a good question. Uh I don't really know what surprised me. Um, I suppose the thing that surprised me about myself was that I found it quite easy because I'm um, sort of introverted. I think there's perhaps because it's a barrier, because this isn't real life, I'd right. find it easier perhaps. But if we were in a coffee shop or whatever, this would be so awkward. Uh, yeah. And okay. the fact that we're sort of recording, so yeah. I'm performing still as well. Yeah, because you don't see well when you say you're introverted there's part mm. of me which is like surprised at that but there's mm. also part of me which is not surprised at that yeah. because like the whole thing is like okay you've got a re relaxed demeanor you talk mm. like your conversation flows off of you very well mm. but like to go like, oh yes introverted it's like going yeah <laughs> it's it's one of those things an introvert starting a radio station that mm. is still confusing to me in some regard yes well i think um terry wogan said in an interview that was broadcast recently but obviously done years ago um he said that like the radio or was it television can't remember but either way it's probably still relevant he said that it's the medium for the introverted egomaniac which i think sums it up <laughs> oh Ah, uh, Toby. <laughs> Still waters run deep, as they yes. say. Ah, yeah. Yes. Um, would you describe yourself as a slightly old soul in some regards? Old regard? soul. Depends what you mean by that. Because like, this is the thing. It's a case of, 
you like you seem to sort of delve into a little bit of a richness or a richer sort of pool of people and talent mm. like basically quoting terry wogan okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. no, no seriously because mm. like you're you're 20 you're almost 20 right yeah and let's just say terry wogan eh, yeah mm. are you before yeah. your time <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yes i suppose he is but i can remember listening to him but not really not out of choice most of the time but um I'd, I'd probably listen to him occasionally now if he was still going. Um, but I suppose, yeah, in, in terms of my guests as well, a lot of them are sort of like, you know, I can't imagine um, most people my age being interested in Edwina Curry or whoever. But I don't know. I think I picture my audience as being older than me. So that helps. And also I like older music generally. So mm. that's probably why i know terry wogan because uh-huh. i listened to the station he used to be on at radio two yeah. sometimes so yeah now look rate like radio <laughs> okay yeah all i got to simply say is yeah radio two you're not the demographic you're kind of <laughs> looking for yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I, i'm the one on like when they showed the graph of listeners i'm that spot that's way away <laughs> from the thing if yeah. it probably sounds like a really weird thing to say that yeah oh no 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 because like yeah i'm just like it's just it does it does kind of tie into that definitely so mm. with like with this all now it's a case of you've got your radio station you're interviewing people and everything like this um what like why why, why? Going, yeah why mm. now like because, why now yeah because it's been like two years and like you know what i mean what like what was the <laughs> why so, i don't know like, i think there's um i like the idea of the fact that i've done nearly 500 interviews and that's a big number that's something i can be proud of i think um and then well, it's, you've done 250 or something ish you said earlier just shy yes the more interviews i'll be at 250 wow yeah so um i think i don't really know why it's just something to do um and i enjoy meeting people and it's also the fact interviewing celebrities is the best part because you get to meet them there's no other sort of job if you like or you know position to be in where you could email a celebrity and ask to talk to them for an hour and you and have it on record that's a bit weird so like i suppose you can get an autograph of someone or get a picture of someone but it's not the same as having you know a full-on personal connection with a celebrity i think no i hear you i hear you because like this is the thing when i like when i did my like started my podcast it was just me yeah like just talking away waxing lyrical oh yeah Yeah, after about five episodes i was like no no i'm I'm bored (laughs) of my own voice stop it and so like yeah interviewing people it's been an excellent opportunity to sort of get new sort of perspective new knowledge and learn like from that because look one of the things like because you're in your 20 like about to go into your 20s or you're Mm -hmm. in your 20s right now Mm -hmm. Next week, I think. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Next Wednesday. <laughs> Happy birthday for next Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, like this is the thing. The sort of social opportunities to go out and be out with friends mm. is so much higher in like your late teens, your early yeah. 20s. Then as time, like as time goes on, like when you turn around and go, yes, we're going out. And like you have your friends like go back. We are legion. Oh, you hear the big roar. Like when you get to your sort of like late 20s, early 30s, they like go, we are legion. It's like that roar is not as. Yeah, because they've all gone off and had kids, haven't they? Kids, marriage, everything like this. And it's really weird because this is how it normally runs. Mm. You have a few like outlier friends who do it quickly. I'm married. I've got kids. You're like, (laughs) okay, great. Then it's a little bit more. And then it's nothing. Then. Mm. 
early 30s happen and it switches <laughs> and then yeah. is left <laughs> outliers and so when you go we are legion in your mid mid 30s it's like uh well no no <laughs> crack unit which just like we get together and we like do our little missions here and there yeah. But you have less opportunity to talk to new people. You have less opportunities mm. to expand your mind and grow. Like, I, I wouldn't say I envy you, but like, mm. I, like I'm excited for the progress you've made. <laughs> like having 500 interviews under your belt with mm. like all these different people. It's like you've had a fantastic opportunity to learn and grow uh, yeah. a lot more than like your like peers. Think about the wealth of knowledge you've like managed to tap into, and make, and being generous enough to share it amongst like the people who listen to your show. It's a great yeah. thing, you know. Yes, absolutely. And I don't know if there's any need to, for you to be jealous because you only need to do what two hundred and fifty-two more interviews to get to five hundred. And if you really want to, you could probably ask Edwina Curry yourself <laughs> if she wants to come on. <laughs> Well, that would be a fun interview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like sitting here in a chicken costume. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? Uh, yeah. All right, Hen. So this is the thing. Now, you've had the interviews, you're doing this. Like, So where do you think your sort of journey is taking you with the whole radio side of things? Um, I don't really know, to be honest, because I, I don't really sort of think about the future much, which is probably a bad thing, or it's probably like, really good because you're living in the moment or something. But I don't know, I sort of like what I'm doing now, because yeah. and I sort of, you know, if what I'm doing right now, continued until I'm 82, I'd, I don't think I would really have a problem with that. Because then 500 would be a lot bigger. It'd be something thousand maybe so yeah i sort of i mean it probably won't be exactly the same for like ages because that's impossible but i sort of like what i'm doing i have no reason to change my tact no i hear you i hear you and like this is the thing like it's one of those things where okay i'm always interested in how people's like how they want to see their journey go because like the whole thing is like we always have a picture of what like the final destination and we mm. seldomly look at what the journey the steps along the way look like so it's like ah this is my destination yeah and it's like oh, yeah but you've got several steps you've got a long way to go and that destination might be a year away it might be five years a decade or yes. as you said maybe in your late 80s or so yeah and the thing is i don't think anybody ever feels like they've reached their destination nobody ever goes ah, i've made it that's not <laughs> a thing and even if you feel you have made it you've probably got a feeling that in a minute somebody's going to tap you on the back of the shoulder and go actually we hired the wrong guy this has all been a terrible mistake get back to the very junior position mm. so you must you must enjoy being your own boss yes i think so um yeah that's the best i mean i suppose i'm not my own boss because um there are management above me at the station but if they ever had enough of me i could just go to another station really there's loads <laughs> Ah, you're like, you're like, there's loads. It's yeah. like, see ya, bye-bye. Yeah. But I'm right in with the management. <laughs> I know what they've been up to and who they've been up. I know all their gossip. He's <laughs> like, I'm, he knows where the bodies are buried, people. Yes. He knows where they're buried. He's <laughs> like, I'm, it's like I'm, yeah, if you don't give him a small brown envelope each and every week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so how did you land your job then? Hmm. How did I land it? Yeah. Well, um, I can't seem to remember how exactly I joined Shout Radio. I think for some reason or another, I already knew the boss, but he wasn't a friend or anybody I talked to. For some reason, I knew him. I had him. I just in the back of my mind knew him. So I at the start of the pandemic, 
I asked if I could start a weekly show. I started it almost to the day two years ago. I think it was the 21st of May. Uh, sad that I remember that. But um, so and then it, I just started the interviews themselves in September of that year. And then in November, it became twice weekly because I had so many interviews that I didn't have enough room on a once weekly show. Um, and yeah, that's how I landed it. Two years, so I guess that's a long enough probation period. It probably means that I'm good enough to stay <laughs> at the station. Either that or the management. I've just never listened. Uh, so... So would I be right in saying you're a salaried man or it's a case of they just like, oh, here's a box of sweets. Now just yeah. like, go out and play. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if salary is the right word because it's not consistent, but it, it improves. But it, um, it's, uh, it's self-employed. Let's call it. Um, let's just say I'm paid, but it's not, uh, you know, a sort of regular payment. Yeah, we'll see. It makes sense to me. And that sounds kind of dodgy, but I promise you it's not. <laughs> if you get up, it's that's man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, this is being, no. Oh, that's, that's all cool. Like, you know what I mean? This is a yeah. thing. If it gives you the freedom to sort of do what you want yeah. and you're enjoying what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, like I think there are many a person who would be quite envious of the mm. position you hold, you know? Mm. Yes. Yes, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, is radio the only thing you do or is there other sort of avenues you're looking at, at this as well? Um, well, currently radio is the only thing I do. Actually... Um, well, I suppose that's not entirely true. I do, there's one guy that hires me, like, maybe like once a month on average to do an interview for like some blog or something. Um, but I don't really know much about that because I record the interviews and send them off and I, I never really know where they go. So if anyone can find them, I'd be grateful. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's sort of another thing. But it's still, I don't know if you'd call it... Uh, like podcasting or whatever it's not on a podcast platform but it's a recorded piece of audio that's put up online so it's mm. suppose technically it's a podcast isn't it right because like this is the thing it seems like well uh it seems like you have you're on the cusp of sort of really sort of joining the creator economy out there uh it like possibly i don't yeah. know not Maybe a YouTube channel down the line, maybe like your own blog, who knows? But yeah. definitely more on the creative side rather than sort of, okay, you're like, I'd say a salaried man at your mm. radio station, uh, but also doing like the interviews for like this blog out there. Yeah. <laughs> you're not just yeah. where the interviews go. But yeah. yeah. I but, think there's more than one blog as well. I think it goes all sorts of places depending on who is getting interviewed yeah uh, so do you think you like would sort of delve into the creative economy like the creator economy uh, a little mm. bit more so i don't know really it depends because yeah i mean i suppose i have a youtube channel in the way that i put all the interviews on the shout radio youtube yeah. channel as well um and facebook page but it's uh i don't know if i would at the moment i'm not really interested in setting up other stuff at the moment it mm -hmm. just depends if somebody emails me and says we'll give you loads of money if you do this then sure i'll do it but if it's just for fun right now not really no ah, i see that is interesting i'm like this is being a little bit surprised at that because mm. it's a case of like okay like <laughs> no because like this is the thing as a night, like from going from a nine year old to like, yeah, someone who's 20 next week, Wednesday. Uh, yeah, it seems like you were seriously into sort of like controlling your own sort of destiny uh, rather mm. than sort of someone else sort of like guiding you along the way. 
Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I think so. I seem to have managed it all myself. I've never, never had a anyone, um, sort of guide me, and you know that doesn't seem to have been a bad thing. I suppose at the same time, mm. I've never had anyone tell me what to do, which has been a positive. I've never been told off. Well, I've been told off actually for stuff i don't think i've been told off for anything i've done in my show right um but i've been told off for other stuff um so that's good i sort of have the freedom of like i've i've, I've probably had guests that i probably shouldn't have had of i've interviewed people i don't like I'm not gonna reveal any names um who weren't actually bad on here they're just a bit of a you know what behind the scenes um i think i've had one or two people who i maybe shouldn't have had on but still wasn't told off for it so things seem to be fine were they like were they sort of dodgy politically speaking or were they uh, just not yeah. sort of oh, okay um uh, yes i'm thinking of one person in particular yes dodgy in terms of saying harmful things that aren't true oh um, yeah. yes right uh a compulsive liar on the M scale. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's for putting it. Although it's one of these compulsive liars that I think thinks that they are telling the truth, you know. Well, like, you know what I mean? Uh, far be it for me to talk ill of the mentally ill. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. But like, this is the thing with regards to like sourcing the people you're interviewing, like, mm. is it all down to you or is it, do they give you someone to assist mm. you with that? Because, you know, yeah, it's all down to me really. Um, um, yes. Uh, yeah. And sometimes I reach out to people and sometimes people reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's all down to me because, and I seem to be doing a better job of it because some people in management have tried to interview their own people. And I mean, they haven't really managed to find many people, but I find loads of people. So I'm winning the competition. <laughs> ah, so what's been making you like turned you into this winner uh, for someone who hasn't like done it before to now like El Champion? Mm, uh, I don't know. Just I just I don't know. I just man, I just managed to think of the right people to mm. ask to come on, and who are willing, <laughs> <laughs> and who are willing. So yes. like, yeah. So with like, what? Not asking for names or anything like this, but mm. when like, what sort of? challenges have really sort of come out of doing an interview show because like there's things you can gain but like there's also challenges which come out of it challenges like what tricky guests or tricky guests tricky moments like basically things you didn't expect like hmm i don't know if there have been I've had, I suppose there are people yeah. that come on and give one word answers. It's very rare, but okay. I mean, I'm sure you've probably had it. People who are like, they wanted to do the interview, but when they get there, it's like, it's like they act like they don't want to be there. It's like, I'm like, so what genre would you describe your song as? And they go, pop. Okay. Um, so it could be awkward like that. Um, but that's very rare. Mm. I mean, it doesn't, I haven't had it in ages, actually. I mean, children, I've had a couple of children on and they, I mean, they, children generally give shorter answers because that's the nature of them, I suppose. Um, but that's not so bad, really. Uh, yeah, I think, to be honest, I prefer that to people that talk for three days with one answer ah. because that just does my head in like i want to go to bed now you're talking about something that i'm not even interested in uh yeah i don't know i don't tend to find it too hard sometimes 
I'm thinking, I don't know what to ask this person, but then it just sort of happens and it's fine. <laughs> uh, being, that's being out on the limb. Yes. Uh, you know, like, I, I hear you. I understand that sort of, like, bit. Um, like, this is the thing. I, like, have not interviewed any kids, but, like, the whole mm. thing is I can imagine that, like, yeah, just through sort of the life experience, they can really sort of like go, oh, <laughs> let me string together like a 10 minute like articulate answer. <laughs> like I, yes. <laughs> do you like baby shark? Yes, I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, let me go through the like many sort of different layers of why baby shark yeah, moves <laughs> on a spiritual uh, level. <laughs> and there's an emotional yeah. one too. <laughs> well, it starts with baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah. So, so like this is the thing with like all of this and like with radio and everything like this. Are you doing it from their studio or are you doing it from your home? It's a good question. I do it from my home here with this very microphone and this place. Um, I did do it from the main studio for one show. Yeah. Last year. Um and it went fine. Only pressed the wrong buttons a couple of times, I think. Um but yeah, I do it from here because I can do. And yeah. you know, it'd be pointless to do it from there all the time. And it's because I pre record some of my interviews at like in the evening or like first thing in the morning sometimes, you know. I'd be basically spending all my time at that studio if I was doing it. And also, that's like four hours on the train away. So I'm not going to that every day. Oh, that is a, that's one hell of a commute right yes. there. Ah, yeah. Like, do you find often your, like, your show, has, when it's competing against, say, the likes of streaming, that there's a mm. sort of drop off? Like, because, like, come next week, there are going to be a number of different TV shows coming out on the streaming networks. Like, are there? Is that like Stranger Things? Is the new series and stuff? Season of Stranger Things. The Boys is coming out. Uh, yeah, all of yeah. that. I don't think it negatively benefits because it's not like, you know, I don't think people tend to choose between radio and Netflix. Mm. Um, you know, they choose between something on netflix and another thing on netflix or whatever um yes i suppose people you know some people might be watching netflix instead of my show mm. next week but i suppose that's a temporary thing while these new shows are out and once they binge them up binge them all they'll come back won't they that's how it works <laughs> you hope <laughs> <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> if they don't, like, yeah, put it this way. I'll be like, yeah, come back to yes. the podcast. I'll just have to start my own series on Netflix then, though. Uh, I don't know what it'd be about, but mm, if it gets the viewers. If it gets the viewers, it gets the viewers. So yes. so with this, like, okay, I know you, you're you not too sure where your journey will lead you with regards to what you're doing with radio now. Like, if there were, like, okay, no offense to shout radio it's like yeah but like if like there was a chance of say a national syndication or anything like that yeah which radio station would you go to uh any station any station national. well it, de it just it depends if the money's right um but i suppose you know radio 2 has the most listeners and that's broadly the same music I play, so that on the face of it seems like the best value. But if Radio Two, you know, if say in some random other station were going to give me ten billion pounds to do it, then I'd go there, wouldn't I? Mm. I'm curious. Okay, now because now if I like if I was like okay, I've I've got ten like. 10 million pounds, yes. which I can give you, or I can give you, like, I can give you a contract with any radio station for the rest of your days, 
you can like change, go anywhere you want, but you only get paid like say 200 grand a year. I'd go for the second option, I think, because that's more money over time, isn't it? Well, let's say like, I fucked up there, but like, like <laughs> okay. Oh, but you get half the money. Half the money. Yeah. Overall. Or... Yes, overall, the time of your career. Hmm. Well, that's tough decision, isn't it? Um, five million pounds in a lifetime, still a pretty good amount, isn't it? Right, let's see. Let's say I work for like 60 years. Five million divided by 60 is 83,000 a year. Um, I think that's reasonable, isn't it? But it depends. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go for the second option still, I think. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah. No, that is interesting. Because, okay, because it's like, yes, you are cash centric, but you want to do what you want to do. Mm. Uh, like, I don't know. It's like, this is like, I can just so see you breaking out into something else. I'm not <laughs> too sure what yet. I'm, and mm. like, the whole thing is, it's a case of you don't know what yourself. So, mm. yeah. But I think, I feel like this is like the first few stepping stones in something possibly a little bit bigger. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. Maybe he says. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Ah. So <laughs> let me ask you. Now, if radio didn't exist, Ooh. what would it be instead? I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't think television, because, but you can't really do that from home. I mean, you can do, but it's not, people know that you're doing it from home. Um, I suppose podcasting, maybe, if that still existed, maybe have ended up doing that. I feel like this sounds like really deep. Um, and you know, usually when people say this, it's nonsense. But I feel like something like radio would find its way to me anyway. Um, yeah. But it doesn't exist. Yeah. But something <laughs> like it, like podcasting or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe I'd be a continuity announcer on the television. Hey, like Roger Tilling. <laughs> hey. Oh, yes. Asking that is University Challenge. That's the guy, isn't it? Yes, indeed. Mm. He's a nice chap. Uh, mm. yeah. I should maybe get him on the show. Uh, <laughs> never know. Might be able to help yeah. you. That's another story. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ah, I see, I see. So maybe a commentator. That would be mm. very interesting. Yes, so, except I know nothing about sport, but I don't know. Maybe I could commentate on, like, you know, they have commentators for, like, Remembering Sunday and things like that. I could be, like, the next David Dimbleby or Hugh Edwards or whatever. There you go, that old soul again. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You're 20 years old, yeah. running into 50. <laughs> Brilliant. No, I like it. So what like when you basically said yes, radio is my thing, and mm. yes, I want to start my own radio. Mama, papa, I want to start <laughs> my own radio station. What did they say? What was their reaction when they first heard this? Uh I don't really recall asking them. I think I just did it. Um I don't recall them having a problem with it. I think they would if it was a visual medium. Um, you know, me putting myself out there as a nine-year-old. Uh, but radio is uh, it's fine. You know, maybe they would have objected to it if they knew the sort of full... Because there was like, I suppose there was sort of still social elements of it. You would sort of meet fellow presenters. Right. Which were actually of a similar age in the end. But, um... Yeah, and nothing bad happened. But it was just, I don't know. I don't think they had a problem with it and still don't really, yeah. Uh -huh. I see. It's like, okay, fellow presenters. Like, so yeah. now, like, is it this small cabal, a group of presenters, like, roaming around the like the British countryside? Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, the squad. Right. Um, who and I, as far as I know, the all these other presenters at the time are probably not presenters anymore. 
and I've gone on to do other stuff probably because yeah I don't know maybe some of them still are so what's keeping you in the good of fight if they <gasps> I don't know the money um also the meeting people I think because I don't know because uh, my, my radio stuff has sort of been on and off for the past 10 years but it's now been on for two years consistently mm -hmm. I feel like maybe if I wasn't interviewing people I don't know if I'd still be doing it um so it's probably the interviewing people that keeps me going because that keeps it fresh I think okay. I think before I started interviewing I felt like I was just doing the same show all the time but I'm not anymore because it's a completely different person because one day I've got a politician next day I've got like a puppeteer then I've got like a pilot or something it's completely different and always interesting mm. is there one sort of particular genre uh, which sort of interests you uh when like with regards to the people you're interviewing um I don't I don't know if there's one particular genre but there are certainly some that I do a lot like I've had a few Muppet performers on. I'm sure uh, you have. <laughs> yes. Uh, musicians and authors are probably the most common because there's just loads of them. And that's who seems to want interviews the most because they want to promote whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I've started doing politicians, of course, with um, Edwina Curry yeah. and Vince Cable. It'll have to be somebody from the Labour Party next to keep it balanced. But I don't know who yet. Maybe like Ed Balls or something. I think I like doing retired politicians because I think there's less pressure. Nobody's going to go, you didn't challenge him on this thing he said in the Commons the other day. They're retired so you can sort of um, just talk about their career. I think people probably still get annoyed if you don't challenge them. But, you know, if you want an interview like that, watch Newsnight, I say. Yeah. Like being like, do you think politicians who are retired are more sincere than when they're in the truly in the mix? Yes, I think so, because they don't have to defend the prime minister or the party leader because mm. they're no longer working under them. Um, you know, it's interesting because I had Vince Cable on. I think he generally is one of um one of the more sincere politicians he tends to try to answer the question unlike mm. some i mean edwina curry seems to come across as sincere as well generally but i mean she hasn't been an mp since like 1997 so i mean i don't really know what she was like during parliament she might have been insincere a bit i don't know i can't remember but i mean yeah i think to answer your question yes because they're retired and they can criticize the government or their party mm. whatever way they want to really yeah i want like this is the thing i always wonder about that because like the whole thing is when you're talking to someone who's been in the game and that like, they've like they've played all aspects of it especially if they've made it to ministerial level you're yeah. like oh okay like what, who are you today without that sort of role? Who are mm. you today after, like, basically you've had to put down, like, the sword and, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. turn it into a plow and that uh, you've, like, got to live this sort of life of sort of rel relative obscurity and out of the action. But you see the game, like, still being played out, but mm. you have a greater insight into it. Yes, like, it's... Always interesting because I always make sure to, um, you know, ask them what they think mm. about, uh, you know, the government today, issues today, and stuff. I mean, you know, I suppose unsurprisingly, Edwina Curry was more on the side of the government than Vince Cable was. Um, but yeah, I suppose they still have their criticisms there of things they would have done differently mm. you know regardless of the fact that they're still in that party yeah i always get the vibe it's most really you know we're like ex-football players mm. talking about the game 
Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, uh, just waiting for, uh, uh, I'm just waiting for the, which politician most probably be the Roy King. Yes. <laughs> like I'm, we'll never happen in my bloody day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, calm hmm. down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, musicians, authors, mm. like, do you find sometimes like the sort of stories you hear either repeat themselves or mm. is it a case of they're quite unique? Because, like, you know what I mean? Book yeah. development is book development. And yes. Like, song development is kind of song development like do they sort of really sort of get into like hey this is how it was back in my day or mm. yeah i think yeah sometimes it can be a bit repetitive but actually a lot of the time they have really interesting stories that are quite unique mm. um because i feel like most people unless asked they wouldn't mention something if it wasn't interesting I suppose, yeah, sometimes I do ask things that are like, the answer could be boring, but I don't know. It's uh, sometimes people, I think everybody's story is different, mm -hmm. so you're not going to get exactly the same answer, but sometimes people are similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. No. Um, no, I, it's always an interesting one where talking to people, like the sort of little things they go through, the little like sort of quirks, um, yeah. that gives that sort of little bit of a more interesting perspective on some of like the conversations they've had, the stories they have to tell. Uh, and yeah, their journeys like always fascinate me. Uh, yeah. I was just like, wow, could I do that? Wow, will I be able to maintain focus with that? Uh, yeah. Like some of the burden sometimes they've had and it's like Ooh, that's challenging would it break me you know yeah <laughs> mm. so would you say like so with your sort of interview skills and techniques you've picked up mm. along the way like would you say you are almost fully developed or are you still evolving uh, I think I'm still evolving. I don't think, I mean, I sometimes listen back to interviews from like a year and a half ago mm -hmm. and think, God, that's terrible. I've improved so much and I have improved so much, but I think, you know, I'm always evolving. Nobody is ever fully developed. Um, and yeah, as time goes on, I will get betterer and stuff. Yeah. Like better, yes, because <laughs> yeah, better than better, you see. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Now, so with like, if you could like tell your younger interviewing self, like give them some sort of insight from what you are now, mm. your older interviewing self, what insight would you lay down on them? Ooh, that's a good question, and I don't know the answer uh, <laughs> must have an maybe yeah. some inkling must have an answer i don't know maybe just don't worry about it like or i think because i think i was nervous the first few times i interviewed uh i suppose and this sounds really obvious but i think i tried to cheat a little bit with this like right at the big, very beginning mm -hmm. you know, if they have a song listen to the song uh before the interview or you know if they have a book try and read part of it um because you don't have to buy it you can just read a bit of it on amazon um <laughs> you know actually make sure to do your research um and you know ask people if they want to come on uh if go ahead and invite people because i think the very first sort of semi-famous person i wanted to invite on i think it took me two months to pluck up the courage to send the email mm -hmm. i don't know why it took me so long um i was probably just not thinking about it much that's the real reason yeah ah. my my interesting 
So if there was something you like would sort of want to learn from now to say two years into the future from this process, what would you think that might be? Do you have an idea? I don't know uh, what I want to learn. Uh, how to get the juicy gossip. How do you get the gossip from people while still being polite without being without asking a really rude question how can you get them to say something that gives you your headline there you go mm. well like this is the thing if you really want like if you really want the dirt if you really want the sweet sauce like yeah like conversation and like building that rapport uh, um, yeah. with people uh on a sort of daily basis i'm sure like depending on how you want to like go with the conversation, things will like come your way. I'm certain of it. <laughs> yes. Think so. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm here. I'm here. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, telephone going off. Yes. That's, I don't know. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> I have to ask now: if there was three people you could interview alive today, well and mentally astute, who would those people be, and why? Uh, the Queen, because okay. she's never done an interview before, and she's like arguably the most famous person in the world definitely the most famous woman in the world and i'd get like everyone would watch it and listen to it and whatever uh frank oz he is the muppet performer who did miss piggy and fozzy bear and cookie monster and all sorts originally animal um yeah Love to get him on. I probably could actually. Um, and third, ooh, I don't know who's like a really uh, David Attenborough. I'll go with him because he's like um, a really respected guy, and, and so yeah, and he he'd be really interesting. I'm sure he'd have a lot of stories to tell mm -hmm. because he's been everywhere and has seen a lot of things in his life. Interesting. Fascinating. Yeah, I would like to, like, the Queen, I definitely agree with that, because, yeah. like, this is the thing. If you're talking about someone who, like, okay, she, like, for pretty much everyone who's alive, she's been pretty much grandmothered into the <laughs> old, like, sort of system of, like, okay, yeah, I don't, like, I'm, like, I'm twice your age and, and, mm. and then some. And, <laughs> like, and the whole thing is, she's been my monarch, from yeah. the time I was born uh, up until present day. She's been your monarch, she's been your parents' monarch, and it's like, it goes yeah. on and on. I would love to like ask her about, yeah, some of the stuff, what was going on through history. Yeah. Um, she would definitely be privy to more information than like the average uh, <laughs> human soul, let's just say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would she like? I think, and especially now, I think she would be more than happy to maybe like, yeah. <laughs> That's like, <right>. well, <laughs> seeing as most of the people are not here right now. Like, yeah, this she is give what all really the, happen, you know? Yeah, all the dirt on people that are dead, like Princess Margaret and okay. Philip. And, okay. yeah. uh, yes, the story's what could be told. Yes. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's like a Harry. Mm. <laughs> okay. What's that yeah. about? Is it an, don't ask. <laughs> <You know> that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, Attenborough. Like this is the thing. Like Attenborough, I would love to know like when he did uh oh, uh, was it Planet Earth? A blue planet, maybe blue planet, the first season yeah. of like what that was like, because like it was yeah. one of those things which at that time it was so groundbreaking yeah. it was us like going okay yeah lay, like getting camera guys to lay on the beach while oh, killer yeah. whales come up right next to them taking out seals that is like to say the least trippy yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and all that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, fascinating. No. But the Muppet guy. Mm. It's like, yes. It's like a, my simple question would be like, yeah, how high were you guys through most of that? <laughs> it's like, yeah. How much LSD went around. Was it like, what was Jim Henson like? Was like <laughs> well, apparently, actually, I think I read in his uh, biography that he tried L- Jim Henson tried LSD once mm-hmm. at like some night experimental nightclub he tried as an experiment, um, and he didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> like for so there you I, go. I've yeah. shut down your claim. I look, I'm not claiming anything. <laughs> All I've got to say is, yeah, like the Muppets take a lot of imagination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes. the era they came around, yeah, let's just say <laughs> a lot of stuff what went down. Yes. If well that, yeah. yeah. Nah. That guy has definitely been on drugs, but and same with that guy, but yeah. And that guy, definitely. But most of the others, probably not. <laughs> oh, you see, there you go. I'm not wrong. Yes. <laughs> like my final question I've got to ask. Yeah. What is one thing you're grateful for? Oh, I don't know, really. Uh, people who, famous people who say yes to interviews. That's my grateful for. Thing. Well, if they didn't say yes, you wouldn't have bread and butter to like survive on. No <laughs> lie. <laughs> yeah. Ah, excellent, excellent. I have to say, Toby, uh, thank you uh, for coming on today. You uh, have been great. Thank you uh, very much. Now, yeah. is there any way the lovely people out there can find you out on these interwebs? Yeah, if you go to shoutradio.org.uk, mm-hmm. you can find our station. My show's on Thursdays and Fridays, 3 till 6 p.m. UK time. And you can follow us on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash shoutradio and on Twitter at yourshoutradio. And you can email me personally at toby.gribbon at shoutradio.org.uk if you want a request or whatever. Yeah. And I shall oblige. Ah, outstanding. Outstanding. Toby, thank you once more for coming on. Hey, and I'd like to say thank you to you, my friends, my life warriors, for sticking with us right up until the end of this show. Please mm. stay safe, stay well, be awesome, be excellent, be fantastic. Be all the positive bees in the world you can be, and then some. Have a great day, guys. Yes. Peace. And we are...